Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Good morning, Soaring with Eagles. This is Crystal Richardson. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, We would like to just thank you for uh, being a part of our show, and we... Today we have our guest is Greg Reed, and he's been called a number of things related to um, all of the different things that he's done, whether it's being a mentor, a speaker, an author. He's done lots of things uh, with uh, a lot of very, very interesting people. So I want him to introduce himself to our audience. There's a number of people that I'm sure know, uh, they know you, Greg, and know who you are, but for those who don't, can you give a quick introduction? Yeah, I've been called a lot of things by a lot of people that watch too. <laughs> it's just part of the game. <laughs> so I, I'm Greg. I'm an author, speaker, filmmaker here in my house in San Diego, California, and published in uh, 78 books, 45 languages, and made five motion pictures. But that's just stuff. The main thing is I'm a father of a coolest kid in the world named Colt Asher Reed, and that's really the I think my biggest priding moment. That's awesome. I got a, a chance to meet him and some of his initiatives, and he has a he has a song out, right? Yeah. On January, <laughs> he had the number one uh, spoken word audio track on Amazon, and right now he's in the top 100, I think, in R, R&B rap or something like that, hip-hop. <laughs> he's cool. So it's kind of cool. You know, he's having fun with it. And that is cool. How old is he? He's six, coming up on seven. Six so, years uh, old. So go ahead exactly. and give a shout out and uh, tell everybody the name of that that spoken word song. His name is Colt Reed, C-O-L-T-R-E-I-D. So first of all, it's a privilege being here. I know we've had a couple of little hiccups and challenges. No problem. Yes. I'm good until 930, so let's rock and roll. Okay, great, great. So we talked a little bit about who you are, but if you did just have one word that you could use for the rest of your life to describe yourself, what would that be? Entrepreneur. I guess it's so interesting. I just got awarded the uh, a star on the Walk of Fame in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know all those famous people, and they, I think they put me author. But I still don't see me as an author. <laughs> I can't spell. I can't read. I can't write. I'm dyslexic. But you know, I, I got amazing people around me. But technically, I guess that's my claim to fame. Well, I I do consider you a great author. I'm actually uh, reading one of your books right now that I got at Secret Knock, uh, The Token. And there were a lot of great little tidbits in there that I've, uh, I think I just uh, made it through about page 60 or so. But but I'm really enjoying The Token. So thank you very much. Thanks. Well, one of the big secrets of success is Mm -hmm. you work your strengths and you hire your weaknesses. And that's what we talked about at Secret Knock. Right, right. for myself, I told you, I, I'm not a great writer. I'm a, I'm a good wordsmith. I can tell stories pretty well. So I hire amazing ghostwriters and editors that take my messages mm-hmm. and they send mm-hmm. them into a form that you're reading right now where everyone can digest it in that format. Mm-hmm. So we are going to talk some about Napoleon Hill and, and what you're doing uh, with that whole set of, of uh, 
series and, and that work. But I just want to mention in the token, it, it's told in story form. And so if anybody uh, has where they, they like that type of, of format for a book, this one is a very, very easy read and it really gets the points across. So really appreciated that in, in, in this particular book. Now, when we talk about uh, the title of the show, Radical Transformation, what, what comes to your mind initially? The willingness to adapt and adjust. And, you know, I don't, you know, people say change. I'm not a big mm-hmm. change. I believe in growth. I believe in adapting. You know, we're, we're an evolutionary species, right? So every time I crash a car, I get a better car. Every time, <laughs> you know, someone breaks up with me, I get a better girlfriend. So the whole idea is that when things happen to me, I think we evolve to the next level. Mm-hmm. So I'm always for those things. So if something goes bad, I'm the weird guy that says, Woo-hoo! something awesome must be coming from this because that's the way it always turns out. Right, right. And even like this morning, you know, I when I was talking with Ron Klein, he, he mentioned some things about the show that he was on. And you have to have an A, B, C, D plan sometimes. If something doesn't work out, you just go to whatever your next plan is and your next plan is. So is, is that something that you've seen in your life? Absolutely. So it's all about adaptability and adjusting. One person I interviewed for the Think and Grow Rich series that you alluded to earlier mm-hmm. was a guy, Truett Cathy, founder of Chick-fil-A. Okay. And I go, look, I'm a billionaire like you. I go, mm-hmm. what do I do? And he said, stop planning so much. I said, well, I go, that goes against everything we're taught. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm sure you had a lot of plans. I said, yeah. And he goes, how did that work out for you? He goes, you'll hit a goal from time to time but I guarantee it doesn't go as you expect. He goes, look for and capitalize on unexpected opportunity. Right. He said, if I'm on my couch and I want to get to the end of the street, I get off my butt and I take action towards that goal. He goes, a planner is going to plan every step and where they're going to pause and take a break. I'm looking for opportunity. Did a kid leave a skateboard or a bicycle out mm-hmm. to make my journey? If I get lucky, I'll wave down a neighbor driving by and hitch a ride to the end of the street. Mm-hmm. Either way, get to my goal I'm just not so caught up in exactly how it has to happen. Right. And it's good to have plans. But uh, one of my first shows for this year was throw goals out of the window and let's talk impact because so many people get so caught up on every single little detail of their plan that they're not limber enough to to make those changes and those adjustments in the road in order to to meet uh, their goals or their actual destiny in life. Yeah. And some people it works for them. Look, You know, let's not discount what works for some people god right. bless them for that plan and japan you know save their pennies and do does what they do that's cool i think i i love everybody <laughs> i'm saying for the entrepreneurs and the multi-millionaires and the billionaires that i get a chance to sit down with none of them do that <laughs> none of them not one <laughs> what they do is they say i want to go from here to nebraska and they have no idea exactly what challenges might come up from black ice or a closed road that makes no difference all they know is they're going to get to their goal and they adapt and adjust along the way right yeah so uh, I, I think that's really something uh, great for our listeners to to understand that yes you do need to have plans but you don't need to be so caught up on them that that you're not able to adjust and, and sometimes maybe not having a plan uh, is, is the best strategy okay all I can say is look I just made a major Hollywood feature film that's being released in theaters on June 7th. Yes. I don't know a freaking thing about making a movie. It doesn't make it different. 
not one thing. Right. But what happened is that I sat there and committed to make this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the life of Frank Shankwitz, founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Right. And so I found the people that were experts at it. Look, when I went and climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, I didn't ask some dope smoking surfer kid here in La Jolla to take me up the mountain. <laughs> I found the Sherpa that I climbed it 900 times. Wherever mm-hmm. they put a boot I put my boot I just followed successful actions. Mm-hmm. When I went I'm a best-selling author. I went to Barnes and Noble and bought every best-selling book. Not every best-written book, by the way. Mm-hmm. Every best-selling book. Right. And I asked them for guidance, and here we are. The secret for myself is to have that goal and the you know destination where you want to go, and then find the world-leading authorities that have already accomplished it, and ask them for guidance. Add your spin. You can do it too. Right. So whether you're a CEO of a corporation or you run a small business, you're an entrepreneur, you're just starting out. uh, There's people that do have money to be able to hire their weaknesses, quote unquote. But for those uh, people that are just starting out that may not have all of that funding, what is a a strategy that you can can give them to um, to say how they could go forward? Well, it's all about, you know, relationships and collaboration. I mean, you're already leading me to this question because everyone watching this that's a successful entrepreneur knows the answer. You collaborate with people and you combine forces. So, for example, I don't know anything about making websites or, you know, lead funnels or any of that crap. So, what I do is I hire these amazing 20-something-year-old kids that can create those for me. And then I give them a profit from all my products and stuff that I am good at. Mm -hmm. And what they create the lead generation system to get me to where I can sell my products, goods and services. And it's a collaboration. So it costs me zero out of pocket, Mm -hmm. but they see the upside that they get a share in the profitability of its success. And that is the key. It's interesting. When uh, Sharon Lecter and I wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich, Three Feet from Gold, uh, you know, we end up closing the only deal in the history of the world where Barnes and Noble published our book themselves and they had their sister wow. company do it. And what was more important? And so, you mm-hmm. know, me having an email list or Barnes and Noble and every time you walk in their store, we're right there on the shelves. Right. And what we did is we turned down any advance, we turned down any upfront money and said, all we want to do is partner and joint venture with you and we'll share the profits equally. Mm-hmm. And by having that open mind, it became a worldwide sensation in 40 different languages and just blew up. And sometimes we don't see that the potential of that collaboration is bigger than even hiring someone. So that was phenomenal. That's phenomenal. You know, you were able to collaborate with them and and then they took it and took the ball and actually had where you were saying that it was their email list and, and their networks and their connection and, and now you're you're in all of the major stores. Uh, you're, you're, everything that you do is international though, correct? Well, I do a lot of international. Yeah, I get to speak all around the world right. and my books get translated in all these funky languages. I have no idea what they say. Uh, you know, all you recognize is my name on there, but it, it's, it's awesome, uh, especially getting calls, texts, and emails that are translated from people that have read your work from different parts of the earth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm they have that reach it's, it's 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 amazing wow wow so when you were when you were younger did you think th- about any of these kinds of things what what were your main goals when you were younger well when i was young i had something called a bucket list everyone talks about it right ridiculous items on there they were so unfathomable at that time uh you know i barely graduated high school wouldn't go to you know college or anything like that and what happened is I started crossing all those crazy things off I went running with the bulls I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro wow. I 
the sharks. I and it ran the Baja 500 and I carried the torch for the Olympics. All mm-hmm. I mean, just crazy things. And finally, uh, my last one was to get a PhD. Again, wasn't a big school guy. And last <laughs> uh, year, I got to a Tonino Lamborghini uh, to a school district out in India and do a tour to do commencement speeches in front of tens of thousands of students. And they gave us honorary PhD. So now I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> You're a doctor. Well, Dr. Reed, um, I, w- I want to get into the controversial aspect of, of your life, okay, and uh, some of the things that, that can be applied to business. So you've mentioned the bulls, you've mentioned the sharks and Mount Kilimanjaro, but what is what is the most controversial accomplishment that you've made that can actually be uh, attributed to, not attributed to, but applied to a business setting? The most well, contra- I don't care what, yeah, here's mine. I don't care what people think. You know, okay. I, I've got... You know, Brad Lee was just at Secret Knock, and I have the same disease as he does, where it's, we don't give a crap. Right. Disease. And what happens is that it goes counterintuitive to most people's way of thinking. Mm-hmm. But working with the Napoleon Hill Foundation, they wanted me to wear fancy business suits and, you know, be this image dressed for success, and I'm just me. So mm-hmm. I just was great. I'm outspoken. I'm not, you know, conservative guy. Uh, door number two, like when I do Secret Knock, I bring in controversial people. You know, mm-hmm. a couple times ago, I had you know, Edward Snowden, you know, beam in live from hiding in Russia, all the way to bringing these amazing world thought leaders that most people would not have access to. Right. And I believe rather than just watching the news or CNN, you go right to the source mm-hmm. and ask further feedback. Because if you don't, you just get it all filtered and you don't even know the truth. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I do differently is I go right to the people who have accomplished what everyone else is talking about. And that's one thing I appreciate about you is just, I mean, you're just a real person. It's not where there's any airs or anything. You are who you are. Um, and as far as the Napoleon Hill Foundation and the way you dress, I love the way you dress. I'm, I'm into fashion. And, and I was checking out your shoes at Secret Knock and your jackets. It's, it's really awesome. Really awesome. We should write a, a write-in campaign to the foundation and say, <laughs> let Greg be Greg. But the, whole, Greg. Idea, the um, whole idea for myself is just to be me. Yeah. And it, really interesting and when you can embrace that that's where the world starts opening up mm-hmm. I went to Brown and Brian Tracy these thought leader motivational guys and I asked them I says you know what's it like being you and they said don't be us just be the best version of yourself because when you're right. a kid your mom told you to just be you and people love you mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. embraced it and here we are today so we Mentioned the Napoleon Hill Foundation, but really, really didn't talk about it. You were hand selected by them to to carry on the rest of his work. And so, um, with that being said, is is anything that you want to share related to some of the things that may be next? Well, it's interesting because actually, I'll go with what's last. So, okay. our final book that I'm doing with Napoleon Hill Foundation is called Success and Something Greater. Okay, it's the final title that he was going to publish before he died and never mm-hmm. got out. Mm-hmm. And so. September, it comes out live and we're excited to share with everybody. But now the Napoleon Hill Foundation is doing deals with pretty much everybody out there. So the, you know, specificity and the, you know, the exclusivity is not really there anymore. But they got amazing projects coming out. They just came out with a movie, other kinds of books, things oh, wow. of this nature. Mm-hmm. It's stunning and wait till you see what's coming next. Um, I can't wait. Can't wait. Is there one specific uh, philosophy of Napoleon Hill that you really resonate with if you just had to pick one? Yeah, that, uh, you know, stickability. You know, mm-hmm. it's probably my biggest, uh, best-selling book through the Napoleon Hill Foundation. It's about first there's a dream and then there's a challenge and then comes victory. 
unfortunately, most people quit in the challenging times, just mm -hmm. like Ron Klein. You talked about earlier, that's what he says. He goes, look, I never look at all the minutia. All I look at is the challenge and the solution. And I understand this will come. I just don't let that wear me down. Right. Right. He's such a great guy. And so is Frank. He was my first guest here on Soaring with Eagles back in October. And I am so excited and so pumped about uh, seeing the actual full full movie. I've seen the trailer a couple times and, and talked to him about, about the movie. And I just can't wait. Can't wait. Is there is there any particular scene that is one that, that you really enjoy in the movie? I think all of it, but just telling this guy's story is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, I know we're getting ready to go to break. When we come back, why don't you ask me how this whole thing came to be? Because I think that's in a story in itself. Okay. Yep. So if you do have a few moments, we'll just take a quick break here. It's just a couple minutes and then we will be back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Join us. Sponsor us. Provide internships for us. Echelon Leadership Institute open enrollment starts in January for our summer leadership and business boot camp. Students ages 7 to 12 can enroll in Echelon Junior, ages 13 to 21 in Echelon Core. Get enrolled and gain the edge you need to succeed. Echelon Leadership Institute. Join us this summer because mediocrity is not an option. Go to G3QARA.com or call 480-227-9743 today. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, aka community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Stop wasting your time on things that don't matter. Let's get to work and turn your dreams into reality. Adults, teens, people of all ages. If you are a speaker, entrepreneur, inventor, or author, contact Crystal Richardson today to get your business started, get your invention developed and launched, get your book written, and more. Crystal and the Build That Biz team are ready to catapult your ideas from dreams to reality. Call 480-227-9743. Get ready to soar. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Soaring with Eagles. Very happy to be with you today. Uh, just a quick shout out to Finland. Uh, we've added, I think, our 12th or 13th country now to people who are tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. So uh, shout out to Finland and Switzerland. So thank you very much for tuning in. Today we are here with the Greg S. Reed. And uh, Greg, can you just say hi to everyone again? Hey there. <laughs> and we also have, uh, Greg, you know Jason White. He's our finisher on Soaring with Eagles. Jason, are you there? I love his voice. Sounds yeah. great. Jason, yeah, are you there? Just like Barry White, except 
I am trying to get my voice back. <laughs> you said he sounds like Barry White. There he goes. <laughs> hey, Jason. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, so he's on, on the line with us. So um, when we were talking earlier, Greg, we mentioned about uh, some thing about, I think I asked a question about how you can use uniqueness to win more business and you you turned it to relationships, which is also what you talk about in Token and even in some of your other books. So so let's let's talk about that. Well, we did talk about building relationships yeah. and leveraging in a positive way, but mm-hmm. the question that you're feeding me into, we were talking about, is Frank Shankwitz, the founder right. of Wish on the movie Wishman. Right. And the way it went down is I interviewed him for the book called Stickability. Mm-hmm. And I asked Frank, I said, Frank, I go, what was your wish? He says, what do you mean? I said, well, you're the founder. What did you wish for? And he said, no one ever asked me. I said, holy smokes, I want to be the guy that grants the wish of you. I go, so what is it like? And he said, I just want my story to be told so my grandkids will know I did something cool. Mm-hmm. So it took mm-hmm. five years, millions of dollars, and trials and tribulations like anything, but I follow the successful actions of other people inside council, and here we are now releasing June 7th to uh, you know theaters around the United States. And the, the moral of the story is, again, surround ourselves with people that are getting the results we want for ourselves. Now, mm-hmm. here's the big word, today. today. So for example, if I want to open up a restaurant chain, one of my dear friends, Gene Landrum, is the creator of Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. 40 years ago. So I don't know if going to him for counsel for that would be applicable as much as maybe the new gourmet food trucks or, you know, five guys or something that's popular in today's generation. Right. So the whole idea is to surround ourselves with people that are getting the results we want ourselves today. Mm-hmm. So when we're in this movie, I said, all right, who just went on Oscar? Who's the top people? And that's who we went to. And by doing so in that collaboration again, all of a sudden the door started opening and here we are. And now we get to celebrate Frank's story. And what a great story it is. I, I think it's really going to go uh, into time as one of the most inspirational stories uh, ever made. So I'm really happy to be uh, speaking to the person who, who produced that. Well, thank you. And Andrew Steele, the gentleman who plays Frank. Yes. Guy you got to get on your show. I mean, this guy's amazing. And he's truly making giant strides in the entertainment industry. And hopefully this will be his breakout you know, project to make him the star that he's destined for. Well, when he switched from his his accent, uh, where is he from? Australia. From it's pretty. Australian accent to to the cowboy accent. I just cracked up and I talked. I had like three or four or five different conversations with him. And yes, he is going to be on the show uh, uh, here in the next um, month or so. So I'm really looking forward to talking with him. And he's going to have to do that accent transition on the show. <laughs> That's great. It's hilarious. So if there was one thing that you could change about yourself, is there anything that you would change? Absolutely not. I love the person that I'm destined for. What's coming next, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But the greatest thing about personal growth is the growth part, right? Right. And so always changing and adapting and growing. And so the whole idea is I understand clearly that who I am today will not be the same person in three years from now. Mm-hmm. Rather than work on, you know, again, you work your strengths to me and you hire your weaknesses. Right, so right. The things that, you know, I need to work on, I'm aware of them. But I don't spend too much time dwelling on those. What mm-hmm. I do is say, what am I good at and how can they use that to impact more lives? Right. I realize that 78 books, let's just say I impacted a million people accidentally somehow over my career. That's okay. Awful. But this movie will probably impact the lives of tens of millions of people. So one 
transaction. One project could have a 10 time effect, just like Grant Cardone talks about that 10x effect, right. then all the other work. So now all I'm doing is seeking ways to impact more lives quicker, faster, and get it out there the best way I can. And and I truly believe that you've done that and you're going to continue to do that. Uh, I appreciated even being able to hear uh, during Secret Knock that they're already talking about translating the movie into to other languages and uh, getting it out um, already. And it's, it hasn't even started the, the, the first uh, run of it, which is going to be in June. And by the way, everyone go to wishmanhero.com. Mm-hmm. Here's our content. Everyone can be a hero. Look, if a cop with nothing could rub two nickels together and grant one wish of a dying boy right. and go on a ripple effect to change the world, guess what? You can give a pair of socks to a homeless guy. You right. can stop the fight. And somebody was a hero to you. Mm-hmm. So we those wishmanhero.com and tell us a story about someone who's impacted your life. Nominate them and tell someone that maybe they were a school teacher that told you what you're capable of and here you are impacting lives today. And we're going to take three people that have the best stories and you get to walk the red carpet in Hollywood at the worldwide premiere with us in June. Yeah, and I'm hoping that that will be me. I do actually have some people voting for <laughs> voting for me. Greg, you need to vote for me too, uh, you know, with what we do with, uh, with the homeless, with Full Color Movement, as well as um, we have a Project 250 where we have Echelon Leadership Academy. It's a business academy here. It's our third year, but we're partnering with students uh, in Africa to help them have a change in their lives and bring them out of what they're doing. So really excited about, about that. And so hopefully I'll be walking with Frank, hopefully. <laughs> Everyone listen, go to wishmanhero.com. Yes. Do it. Yes. Do it. Yes. So you're, you're around a lot of thought, thought leaders, um, Greg, and um, we talked a little bit about artificial intelligence and some other things um, just earlier this past week. Is there anything that, that's on your mind that you could share with our listeners related to what you feel is coming next in the economy? Well, we come on. You're just that <laughs> You already know all these answers. It's so interesting and it's so deep that I don't know if we can get into it. But the, the realities for us is that we're surrounding ourselves with people that have got the cutting edge, you know, thumbprint of what's happening down the future. Mm-hmm. And we, that artificial intelligence is, is what's happening. We believe that robots and things of this nature are going to come in and impact our lives. Some people say, oh, they're going to take over the world, but they might just be here to make the world better for us. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm quarterback in football never throws the football where a wide receiver standing. They throw it downfield and let the receiver run to it and catch it. Right. So it's the people that can start seeing the potential of what's coming next. They're mm-hmm. the people that are going to be the next billionaires of the future. Mm-hmm. So rather than get too caught up on the bad stuff that's coming, I go, well, what's good coming? For example, we can guess that there will probably be another financial correction coming in the next couple of years. Logically, if you just looked at a pie chart, not emotionally, right? You look at real estate price, prices, stocks. Well, everything has a bubble, and we said, you know, think what comes around goes around. And so, people that can see what's coming next, they're the people that prepare. And so, right now, those people are building their credit. They have 800 credit score, and they're paying mm-hmm. off all. They're stocking up cash. Mm-hmm. So that way, unfortunately, when the economy collapses, they can come in and take advantage of the situation and they can become real estate moguls. So the whole idea is to keep your eyes on what's coming in the future and then prepare and plan for it. So that way you won't be shocked when it gets here. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's some some great uh, input related to that because there's there's so many people that are there's there's two different groups I would say people who are afraid of what's what's coming in the future and then people who embrace it and as long as we're embracing the future and we're embracing um, technology and the things that are coming then we'll be able to be a part of it and use it to our benefit in in our lives and in our business yes well when you were a kid not even a kid when you were a, a, a young adult right this was space age shit we're doing right now right <laughs> and we're gonna be able to sit and look at each other and talk to each other this is dick tracy stuff that was inconceivable except on star trek right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. normality in today's generation so imagine how much we've adapted look just 11 years ago there was not even one of these things and look how our lives have changed and we can't live without it well guess right. what in years from now there's more things that are coming so the whole idea is to see what's happening Here's the cool thing about having a six-year-old kid. Look, when people started on MySpace, it was an amazing social platform. And then they jumped to Facebook. They're, now they're jumping up there. The kids, by the way, always watch the kids, not the adults, because we mm-hmm. come and things up. So MySpace was a cool thing. Adults got there. They jumped ship and went to Facebook. Now all the adults came in there. It's just a selling platform. So they got off and went to Instagram. And now Instagram is getting saturated, so now they're going to TikTok. So if you can always follow the bouncing ball and get right. ahead of the curve, that's where the things happen. If you everyone goes on TikTok today, which I guarantee no one even knows what that is, you'd be smart because I tell you, that's the next thing that's coming. So what you want to do is at least go create a profile and have a footprint so you can get your name on there. Right. Because I promise you, in a year or two from now, that's everything everyone will be talking about. Well, you said that earlier last week and I went on and created an account. So I did one of the first actions related to that. Uh, (laughs) Now, Jason, we were talking earlier about happiness and success related to um, to just some conversations we were having uh, prepping for the show. So do you have any questions for Greg related to happiness and success? I definitely do. Um, First, I just want to take a moment to honor Greg. Um, I have not done this publicly, but Greg was actually my first mentor in San Diego when I moved here four years ago and gave the first thousand dollars to our movement to go feed and clothe orphans and widows in India. So this is a man of action. And when he talks about the approach of life and building relationships, it's not just talk. This is a man who I've seen embody everything that he's talking about from a philosophical standpoint. So thank you, Greg. Wow. A couple of questions uh, just to kind of tie this all together. You touched earlier on, um, kind of the mindset about how when some people look at obstacles, uh, the wealthy, the successful, look at the opportunities. And you talked about adaptability and how we're all kind of just one small adjustment away from that big move. Um, In the context you used, you were talking about your book and your movie. But I want to ask you about one of the tokens you wrote in your recent book. How important is gratitude when it comes to building these relationships and making those small adjustments? Well, I think gratitude goes also with action. I know I'm a weird guy. Mm-hmm. But I think the greatest way we can honor and show gratitude towards, especially our mentors, is by the actions in which we take. So just like you just mentioned about taking that necessary action, I remember when there's a motivational guy named Les Brown, and he has this quote that says, you got to be hungry. And when I was new, I went to him and said, hey, I want to be a speaker like you. Give me one nugget that I can do and start applying towards my career. He did, and I went and did something crazy. I applied that knowledge. And then I went back a month later and said, Mr. Brown, I met you a month ago. I asked for a nugget. You gave it to me. I did it. Here's my results. What should I do next, sir? Well, what's the chance of him giving me my second nugget? 
100% because I mm-hmm. honored my mentor mm-hmm. by showing gratitude by following through and taking action. And by doing that, it had a snowball effect and he became not only a mentor, became one of my closest, dearest friends. And it's really interesting how sometimes the greatest way we can show our gratitude is to say thank you by taking action with mm-hmm. that information. Amazing. Well said, sir. You actually, in that, you jumped into my next question, too. I wanted to ask you, when it comes to finding those mentors, especially for those listeners who are like, oh, this is Dr. Greg Reed. I may never have access to him. With that shift in gratitude, what do you say about finding and attracting the right mentors for the right season of your life? Right. Yeah, well, I don't believe in a mentor. I believe in many, many mentors. So I've got one mentor who's my life mentor named David Corbin, which you all know. But then I also got a great tennis mentor who teaches me my backhand. And then I got a financial mentor who teaches me financial literacy. But you know what? I'm not going to ask that person about my backhand. And I'm not going to ask my, you know, speaking coach about my book writing. And I'm not going to ask my book writing person about my love life. So I'm very particular about surrounding myself with people that are getting the exact results that I want for myself at that chosen time of life. And when people understand that, it's so simple. For example, Ruben Gonzalez, the four-time Olympian, uh, he and I, when we went running with the Bulls in Spain, instead of just going, you know, willy-nilly and running with the Bulls, what we did is we found the guy who wrote the definitive book on running with the Bulls. Okay. And then we asked him, says, statistically speaking, where would we stand to have the greatest results and the greatest time? And he says, well, Technically, if you stand on this one little mile marker, you can stand right in between the group that's stampeding themselves because they're all scared and the bulls. You stand in the middle of it and you can have the best of both worlds and you'll have a great experience. So as soon as the rockets went off, we ran right to that spot and stood there. And sure enough, we got to run with the bulls. We got to run with the thing and had a great experience. That's it. Surround yourself with people that are experts in their field. And Greg, I just wanted to just jump in here. Do you have any idea over your lifetime how many mentors and coaches that you've had, just to give some context on number to people? Countless. Yeah, countless. I, I, I have no idea. I really don't. Because wow. it's been since I was a kid. I mean, my whole idea is surround yourself with people that are doing what you want. When I was sales and marketing, mm-hmm. when I started a job, I go, okay, who owns the Porsche out front? You know, who's sitting in the number one parking spot for the sales guy? I go, could I sit next to that person? Because that's who I wanted to learn from. Mm-hmm. I don't want the guy's brand new dude or car's getting repoed. Who's the number one sales rep? That's who I want to be around. Surround yourself with people that are getting the results you want. And everyone always call me a kiss ass and they say this and this. Again, <laughs> everyone will think, I just want the results. And so that's what I do for it's myself. Now, here's big, yes. And there's one of the things that uh, Jason was alluding to earlier. Um, you know, the most successful people are also the most available. If you're brand new at something, you're happy, go lucky, you're fresh, you're cool. Mm-hmm. If you're at the top, you're happy, go lucky, you got nothing to prove. If you're in the middle, you're a pain in the neck. You're filled mm-hmm. with ego, edging God out. So the secret is to literally jump to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. So for myself, if I see somebody in movie industry, books, speaking, business, success, health, wellness, doesn't make a difference what it is. I go, who's the world authority? And that's the person I reach out to. Yeah, and I think it's important to be humble as well as confident. And that is also, both of those traits are things that also help to attract people. Well, absolutely. And, you know, again, if you're 
trying to be something you're really not you're just faking it so (laughs) right people just got to be themselves you know they they throw out all those and you know keywords and all that different stuff Mm -hmm. but if you're just I mean, that's it. Our theme of the secret knock is be cool. Just be you. Right. That's no name tags, no fancy crap. Just just be yourself. Like mm-hmm. if water runs out of the table, put some friggin' water on the table. If it gets hot, turn down the thermostat. Trash on the floor, throw it away. Just be normal. Be cool. And that's the way that I attract people because I attract other people that are cool. Mm-hmm. Now, people their ego is so high thing, I'm probably not going to get along with them, but at the same time, I probably won't reach out to them because mm-hmm. I want to surround myself with people that are positive and of like mind. So rather than force that, you know, square peg to a round hole, right. I just look for positivity. Right. Did, uh, Greg, uh, Jason, did you have another comment related to that? Well, in that, I just have one more and I'll finish with this. Okay. What, by far, one of the things that I respect and admire most about Greg and what I've seen in the last four years is how you deal with Colt and the relationship you have with your son. Um, three things that I've kind of observed from Colt as he's kind of starting, starting to emulate and imitate you, and three things that I see you embody always that I want to shout out are, the one, I, I see Colt always so curious, and I see that a lot in you, how you're so curious about what's next, uh, and you're always interviewing the top guys in the industries to find out what's coming. And another thing I see with Colt, every secret not, he's always so happy. For no reason, running around being happy with his friends, yes, he is ever or one of his little buddies. Um, and the last thing that I love to see Colt embody that I think he takes well from you is to fight tirelessly for what he wants. So I, I admire yeah. you for being the father that you are um, by every measure of success and what I define success as I see it in you. So I just wanted you to touch on those three points about what you see in Colt and how he embodies what you're raising up for your legacy. Well, I appreciate that. And it's not just a one-way street. My former wife, Alan, is an amazing person. I got the greatest ex-wife in the world. And I know it sounds crazy. I do. She's just absolutely phenomenal. And so we co-parent very well. So he's a reflection of both of us. So I, I could not take all that, that, that credit. On the same note, let me be very clear. I ask Colt, uh, I sit him down, we talk to him like a person and say, hey, Colt, is this even what you're interested in? I mean, if it's not, then we don't want to put our project, our crap on other people. So mm-hmm. he's one to us and says, hey, I want to be on stage. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to think. So we feed more of that. Uh, so the whole idea is that, you know, we feed what makes him feel happy and energetic and growing. And by doing so, he will resonate and attract the things that vibrate at that same level, I guess, so to speak. And it was really interesting to see that secret knock who we hung out with that little girl ever. I mean, oh my gosh, she's out there selling suckers. Yes. $5,000 worth of. And the whole idea though, is his mind started seeing because he's hanging out with other kids doing it. If you learn from an old guy, like I'm 50 years older than him, it's, it's not even the same realm. But when he sees his peers doing it, I think that's the best part. So I think the greatest thing we can do is surround ourselves, you know, with the people that are getting the results we want, but also our peer group, because they're the ones that are doing it today. Well said, doctor. I honor you. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. Boom. You got it. Anything (laughs) else I can do to be a contribution? Yes. So just if there's any any final comments that you have uh, related to what we've been talking about, about radical transformation, um, David uh, Corbin is actually going to be on our show on next week. So really uh, happy to be able to have him. Um, but related to radical transformation, 
we've talked a lot today and we're going to go over some of um, do a recap uh, after after you uh, leave. But is there any final comments that can help people understand how to transform their lives? We've talked a lot about relationships. And is, yeah, that, is well, that your? Well, here, here's what it is. And I'll end with this little bit. Okay. Seek counsel and not listen to opinion. So opinion is based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, inexperience, like a family friend who's never done what you're about to venture upon mm-hmm. or counsel based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship, people getting the results you want for yourself today. Mm-hmm. If you go to a family friend and say you're going to write a book, they might talk you out of it if they've never written one. If you go to Jack Canfield who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, he'll say before you get started, here's what you need to know and give you counsel mm-hmm. based on knowledge, mentorship. If we would spend our activities only seeking counsel and ignoring people's opinion, that's the day your life would change. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to seek counsel in everything we do. And then all of a sudden, the doors will start magically opening. It's interesting. When I first started uh, in the book industry, especially for the, the mainstream, there's a gentleman named Don Green. He's the CEO of Napoleon Hill Foundation. And he was a, such a great mentor for me. He still is. And I remember I called him and it was, I think, Christmas Eve or something like that. And I just called the Napoleon Hill Foundation and he answered the phone. And I go, I go, Don, I go, I want to do things different next year. I go, I did this. It didn't work. I tried this and it failed. I did this. And all I did was kept stepping on my own feet. And all of a sudden there was silence for like 30 seconds. And he goes, Greg. I go, yeah. And he goes, stop doing that stuff. So simple brilliance. Mm-hmm. And I realized that if you keep doing what you're always doing, you always have the same results. So for extreme change in our lives, we have to start doing things of extreme change. And then the results will be a byproduct of those actions. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's not all you have. I know you have a lot more. I could listen to you all day, but I know uh, that our time is growing short. So I really appreciate you being on. I appreciate uh, your life and how you live your life and how you have been such uh, an inspiration to many. And I know that's going to continue for years to come. Uh, We had already planned on having you on the show and uh, we had talked uh, prior to Secret Knock. So being able to be there and get to know you a little bit better and then even having you on today has just been phenomenal. I I hope to see you again before Secret Knock on that red carpet with Frank um, and in a few other events. But I really appreciate your time, Greg, really do. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Peace, brother. Jason, are you there? I'm here, Crystal. Okay, great. So let's just talk about all of what just went down. (laughs) (laughs) And wow, what a show, huh? Yeah, so this will definitely be one, and I mentioned it when I posted for this show that people will need to go back and listen to again. Uh, There was a lot of tidbits that were given uh, all throughout the show. You mentioned a few of them when you were talking about him and his relationship with Cole. But uh, as the finisher, what what are some some comments or thoughts? And then I'll give some closing thoughts as well. Well, I think one thing, uh, the first question you asked Greg was if there was one word he could describe himself Mm -hmm. uh, using or using to describe himself the rest of his life, what would it be? And he chose entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, This is definitely a buzzword and one I think it's overused in our society today. But I think we just saw the embodiment of a true entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. one who really does embrace the idea of building relationships and finding solutions to other people's challenges 
and in the same way has found so many solutions to the challenges that he has faced simply by serving the people around mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, some of the other things that I wanted to highlight uh, was he talked about the mindset of where most people see obstacles and challenges mm-hmm. and where most people give up and quit is where the truly successful, the people that we all look up to, you know, the, the big names that we've all talked about, that's where they look at opportunity. And that's where they find their solutions in that little extra push and that separates, you know, the good from the great, so to mm-hmm, speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So entrepreneur was the word that he used and, and he said uh, uh, related to his star that, that he got uh, and Frank got one uh, as well. He was uh, honored uh, at Secret Knock and um, we'll have a have a star as well. And there'll be a, a whole big party and ceremony related to that. But entrepreneur, I mean, he's a, a filmmaker. Um, speaker, he's an author, he's a businessman, a strategist, a number of people do go and meet with him to um, work on strategies related to their careers, their books, um, a number of uh, thought leaders, CEOs, um, a lot of different types of people meet with him uh, just based on his strategic mindset. And so I, I think that's something that um, all of us should strive toward. Uh, I've had people, uh, myself, that, that fly in to meet with me. I know you've had people that, that meet with you related to to uh, what you bring to the table, what you bring to the world. So um, that's something that, that's a great honor. And one of the one things that he said as far as another word was was a dad. That's his, his major accomplishment and major uh, uh, joy in life is, is being a dad. Absolutely. And truly watching him with his son, Colt, the past four years, mm-hmm. um, you can definitely see that Greg is, is really all about that relationship. Um, every day I see, you know, whenever I get on Facebook, I should say I see a video of Greg skating, boarding down the street with his son, or those guys flying drones somewhere, mm-hmm. going out on, you know, the yachts and, and flying with those water devices, like all sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and one thing I want to mention about the film uh, Wish Man. So we want to make sure that everybody has that name, whether you're here or in one of the other countries that you have the name Wish Man and that you go out and see that uh, hopefully on the opening weekend when it comes out uh, mid-June. I think it's either June 5th or 7th is is when it comes out. But I definitely will be posting more information uh, about that so that we can make sure that we all uh, have a big splash uh, for Frank. Uh, He's such a phenomenal person. But one of the things I wanted to mention about that was that uh, Greg did share with us um, that it, it wasn't necessarily an easy thing. I mean, he had to he had some things that, that he knew that he wanted to do, right? And and then he had to hire people to do other things. And then there is even some of the financial situation of, of just making sure that they had enough money for the various parts of the project and uh, even some things with the, the, the set and some other things that happened. So the, the point that I'm trying to make is that Anything that you have in your life that you want to do as as a main goal or a main project, it may not be that you have every single thing figured out, like like Greg said, that it wasn't that the whole thing was totally financed from the beginning. And so you have to go ahead and jump. And that's something those are uh, that's a word, a four letter word that has been used a lot lately, whether it's leap or jump. You have to just go ahead and do it and then continue to make those plans and and, and make uh, those adjustment adjustments in your trajectory so that you can get it done even if you didn't have it all planned out from the beginning. And uh, do you have any closing comments related to to that? Absolutely. I would say even in that, find peace in the process. 
Mm-hmm. The, the fact that you're going through, you know, you hear it said all the time, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. Right. The fact that you're going through the struggle is the evidence that the victory is real. This thing that you face, whether it's, you know, financial shortage, whether it's a, a relational uh, impediment, whether it's a division in a partnership, uh, this thing will not kill you. If it was going to kill you, you would be dead. But the mm-hmm. fact that you have breath and that you're still going through the process is evidence that you've already overcome. And I think in that, you can find the gratitude that Greg touched on to keep moving forward and find those solutions. Right. right? Looking for the opportunities in the obstacles. Mm-hmm. And just one more thing on that movie, Wishman. I did have the opportunity to see a private screening when they first finished the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely... Uh, I encourage people to go, but I want to give a shout out and say maybe take a, a box of tissues. It's definitely a tearjerker. <laughs> right, right. And uh, I think what, what Greg talked about as far as the challenges in the process added a lot to the power of the film. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already a touching story, but when you think about the backstory behind it and just getting that story out there, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So be prepared. Um, take some tissues, maybe some chapstick. There might be a lot of sniffling. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, he mentioned dream, challenge, and victory. So in closing, we just want people to continue to dream, work through those challenges, and you will have victory. Don't get stuck in that challenge stage and, and not go on to get uh, done the things that you want to get done related to your purpose and your passion and your destiny. Work through those. You you have a dream. You have challenges. You will have challenges, but you will have victory in the end. We have David Corbin coming on next week, a mentor, one of the mentors to uh, Greg Reed. And uh, we're looking forward to being with you next week on Soaring with Eagles. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again next Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world.